Hello, and welcome to Grow With Soul. I'm Kate Ferris, a coach, writer, hiker, and recovering high achiever, and this is a work in life podcast. Join me for discussions and musings about how our work can be a small and magical part of a bigger, more meaningful life. So come on in, get comfy, and let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to Grow a Soul. Today, I am catching up with Kate, who is now in the same time zone as me after her transatlantic move. Today, we talked about becoming yourself again after a huge change, both when you choose and one that you don't, having curiosity instead of panics about your work, the connection between thriving and a flow state, and whether it's possible to have one without the other. This was a really great conversation, so let's dig in. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Hello, friend. (laughs) So we meet in the same time zone. For the first time in probably three years. (laughs) Oh, if not more, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. How's it feeling? Um, I mean, there's so many words I could probably use to try and describe it. But honestly, like, like I feel so like myself right now, Mm. which has been really interesting. Because, yeah, I mean, as I imagine would be true for anyone who was doing an around the world move (laughs) at any time, let alone during the pandemic. I had so many fears and kind of anxieties come up in the weeks leading up to getting on the plane, planes. (laughs) 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 And, and what's just been really like the most wonderful surprise is that not only have none of those things come true, but like, actually I'm, I feel more like myself, like honestly, Kate, than I can ever remember feeling. It has been such an eye-opening and like really embodied experience the past few weeks already. So I feel like I I could just say like, I feel good, (laughs) but, but that's like what it, that's what it really means. I think right now. Yeah. And and why do you think that it like, is it, cause it kind of, is it, was it like a, a switch flicking where you kind of stepped off the plane and just like emanated (laughs) like, here I am, I'm myself. (laughs) Or has it been a sort of gradual realization? Well, that's a good way of asking that. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like, yeah. Like when did I start noticing it? Because I think that's what it's really been. It's, you know, I've, I can go back and just say a little more on this. Like, so the last time I was here was at the end of 2019 and unfortunately had a pretty traumatic experience that like really changed me. Like it really, really shifted me. And, um, to the point where being alone, like, cause it really rocked my nervous system. Like being alone was actually quite challenging for a long time. And so a huge piece of my fear or like the underlying fear that then pointed to so many different things was a fear of uh, really the uncertainty, but like, what is it going to feel like to be on my own again? Like, how is that going to feel? Because I've been in the company of my family for the past two years and the dogs, loud noises, like there's always something, there's mm-hmm. always some kind of company or a distraction or something. And yeah, so it's been a real question mark for me of like, what is it actually going to feel like to be alone? Um, 
And so because I've come in with that question, it's like, that's the thing I'm noticing more than anything. So it started like day one of like, first of all, just feeling very comfortable and, and like myself when I travel um, and reminding myself or just being reminded of like, oh yeah, like I know how to navigate travel. I also know how to navigate when travel is really challenging, which mine ended <laughs> up being. And, and that I'm like completely comfortable in that or that it doesn't really rock me. Um, and so it was like, th- those were moments of being like, oh, hey, like that, that person still exists inside of me. That's cool. I haven't seen her in a long time. And then the things I notice more on like a day to day basis since I've been here has been like, I'd say number one, that I'm in silence almost all of the time. And I'm completely comfortable in it. Like a thing if I've been sort of you know, anxious or not super comfortable being on my own that I would do is, is just have background noise, whether it was a podcast or music or a TV show or something like I would have things on in the background almost to keep me company. And so it's been really interesting to see that not only am I comfortable in the silence, but actually I, like I want it and I protect it. Like I, I don't want to turn things on. Like I am really enjoying Mm -hmm. being in the silence. And so that has really pointed, I think, to like how much growth has happened and that I, I am now also different, like yet again, from where I was a couple of years ago. Um, And then there's just been little ones where it's like, I I always call this like invisible growth. It's like the stuff that you can feel or like the the little decisions you're making in your head, but that no one would ever know is, is new or different from you. So little things I'm noticing are like when I'm like walking around the cities, like I'm up in Edinburgh right now. And like when I'm walking around the city, It's like a thing I used to do is let's say I was walking like down the sidewalk or something and someone was walking towards me. I would always move to be the one who got out of the way. And what's really interesting now is I'm noticing that I don't do that. Mm. And it's like I'm more comfortable just taking up space. So there's all these just little things where I'm like, wow, I'm different. Wow, I've changed a little bit. Wow, I've grown in this way or that way. And I'm so comfortable and like it's such an embodied experience for me but again it's like it's like the stuff no one would see mm-hmm. no one would know that any of this is really happening but but it is <laughs> like it just it feels really cool like every every day in just these very little ways I feel like I'm getting to know myself and just seeing like this is who I am now how interesting mm-hmm. and really liking it like I think sometimes that happens or like that's where I was two years ago it's like I had changed drastically and I didn't like it also because it wasn't at the hands of me. I didn't choose to change. Like someone else did something that changed me. And so it's really neat to see now like the way that I'm showing up and and being able to say like, "Oh, that's also because of all of this work that I've done." And I really like who I am right now and how cool to be like feeling this way and and again in just these very subtle ways that no one would ever see, <laughs> but like I know that they're happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wonder whether it sort of feels like having been home for two years, literally at home with family, and whether that kind of had become this little burrow where you were sort of hiding out, and and then you've come out of it, and you weren't sure whether it, you'd come out of the burrow and <laughs> fall flat on your face, I want to run back in, but you've actually come out like having overwintered and you know, evolved. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I literally just had therapy yesterday and we 
like again she actually sort of asked me like how am I doing and at first I said like oh I'm really good so that's when she was like oh, say a little more about what that means <laughs> <laughs> what does good mean and and she she reflected back two things like one is that like it, she's like what you're describing it sounds actually like you're thriving right now and I she's like does that resonate and I was like it was interesting because I was like I don't I don't know that I love that word I don't know why either but I'm like mm. that is probably what's happening right now which then led us to like a bit of a conversation of how even though like, you know, being at home, like I don't say this like I was in survival mode, but it it's like I was still living out what had been my survival mode at the beginning for like a really long time. And and then, yeah, to see that in coming out of it, like one of the things she said is like, this is like, it's wonderful to share when these things happen. Like when you do come out or you do make a big change and you can show that this is what it could look like on the other side. Like even just like, yeah, that I'm getting to know myself in a new way because it's like, like how often do we hold ourselves back from making a change because of just all the fears Mm. and like how many people might never know like who they could be if they did make the decision, like if they did make the change. So she's like, you're living it out right now. Like you're, you're getting to know who you are because you made that change and you wouldn't have known unless you'd gotten on the plane. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Oh, it's like ways of being can become so habitual and you just are in this habit of, like you said, you, you, you arrive back in Canada and you went into this kind of like survival mode. And then even when you don't need it anymore, you just kind of continue living in that way. And that's something that I've noticed is that I have, I have for years, this thing of like, just having been felt so claustrophobic just needing space all right space 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 and then i wasn't noticing that i was getting to a fact where like all i had was space i didn't need to keep creating more and i actually Mm. needed to like start filling that space with the things i was making it for in the first place because i was just like looking around like well what do i do (laughs) um and yeah and it's i'm so interested by this idea of a, a drastic sort of change and like whether that is necessary like that Mm. has to happen or whether it can be manufactured in a similar environment in the same environment that you've been habitually Mm. in does that make sense it does yeah yeah that makes me think of like maybe like the topic of boundaries like because I can even see how like life probably could have been different or I could have been if we went with thriving like I could have been thriving a little more while I was at home if I had set even like a couple of different boundaries so maybe not that I'd be having quite the full experience that I am right now but yeah it's like the little steps that like each time you do take one of them and then you're able to see like oh I could do that one oh I wonder if I can do a little more yeah I don't know Mm. that's a good question though yeah and it's interesting just and I, I was just thinking of things like before I ended my relationship I knew I was going to I did little things to practice not being in a relationship like if I went for a walk my habit had been to like you know see a bird and then go home and be like I saw this bird and then I just stopped like reporting that Right. As just like a kind of, and in my head it was like, I've got, to, I've got to practice being on my own. But I guess that's that sort of thing of kind of like starting to like, in my case, withdraw, but starting to have that sort of life that you want to have, 
But again, that's still on the other side of a big change. That was still a big change. Ultimately, yeah. it was. Yeah. 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 It's just uh, there's something that's interested me for ages, ever mm. since when, because what you were saying about the kind of invisible growth as well, like as you were talking, I was like, yep. Because um, where it was this time last year that I moved out of my house and into an Airbnb. And I remember in that period, it was like a really kind of like crucible of time. (laughs) But I remember like feeling the layers come off me. Mm. Like, like the the shedding of skin, like absolutely feeling. And then also feeling that, you know, like underneath that sort of exoskeleton that's not quite hard yet and and feeling that, but knowing it's going to be better. It was just this very, as you say, embodied experience that I don't know if I could have had without having had this traumatic change. Yeah. And I don't want to be like, trauma is the answer. But yeah, like... <laughs> you're not at all. You're not at all. No, no, but even like, yeah, no, you're not at all. Also because like big change, let's say like on my end, could be one, yes, the change that happened in 2019, but also the change of literally just deciding to move. Those are like two different mm, things. Mm-hmm. Right. And like one of them was not chosen by me and one of them very much was. It probably just is true that like we, f- maybe this is true. I don't know. It's like we feel the the biggest feelings around the biggest changes. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. And and whether that's good or bad, it would it would just make sense if that was true. I don't know. Yeah. No. That that does. And it and it kind of it just amplifies what's happening. Whereas when you're and and again using an example from my own life that having sold the house and moved into this house like that wasn't such a I mean it is a huge change mm-hmm. but it I wasn't feeling big feelings about it particularly it was more like dealing with logistics rather than dealing with feelings and that and yet still on the other side of that I kind of by mid-November was just like like you describe of just like oh I'm myself and it sort of sneaks up on you in that way mm. Gosh, I, I mean, now I'm just curious how you're feeling in the house today. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I'm feeling myself, definitely. And what and a, a major change in the last sort of month or so is having got really embedded into routine, which was something that was missing for me for a really long time. I've got I've got a lot of trouble with like sleep patterns and things like that. So I've got like a, a nighttime routine going and a routine of just like making my space not like with clothes everywhere and stuff everywhere and, and getting into the sort of, well, this is when I go out to walk and this is where I walk and all those sorts of things. Um, I would say that I think that um, the winter is affecting me that I'm not like in the best mood most of the time, but mm. I also have the work and and I had this last winter, which had a, a lot of other feelings involved in it. But at the time, it was like I could not see a way out. Whereas now, I'm like I know it will be fine. Into like I know that spring is coming. I know mm. that there will become a time where everything is okay, and so let's just carry on through. Yeah. Also to to add to that, I literally saw blossoms yesterday. So yes, spring is coming slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. I'm super curious actually about routine and like what what that's looking like and meaning for you because 
I would say that it's it's been on my mind for a couple of months now. Like there's very much just been a knowing for me that while in the past couple of years I haven't I've really resisted routine, I guess. It's like one of the things I'm craving most right now. Mm. But mostly around work. Although my times have sort of shifted being here. I've noticed my rhythm is like a little different here than it was in Canada. But like I have pretty good like kind of morning routines, evening. That stuff all feels fine, but it's really like, yeah, what do you do in the middle of the day? Because to be honest, we talked about this last time. Like last year, I didn't even work that much at all. And now I'm in this place of that feels done now. Like just like that, that feels done. I feel very ready to have some routine in my life. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. Like I have kind of an image of what it might look like. But and the other piece too is like, I have this thought of what I want my days to look like kind of, but it's like, I don't know the exact project I'm going to work on mm-hmm. first. So yeah. Anyways, I'm just, I'm just kind of mm. curious, like what building routine has looked like for you. That and that's so interesting. It's almost like you're kind of like two months behind. Me. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> because <Tell me> that <laughs> that I was the same for most of last year in in kind of like uh, let me just get enough money to live. But there's no there's no strategy going on here. Yeah. I'm just trying to you know hold on. Very relatable. And, <laughs> and then and and had been putting my move as this kind of like line in the sand in my head although I was like I'm not not sure what I'm gonna do when I get there but it and I was finding my I was starting to crave work just Mm -hmm. before then which I hadn't done before and then moved and suddenly there was like nothing but time to work and I was like well I'm gonna write a course and I'm gonna start creating more content and I'm gonna write a book proposal (laughs) and then that was weirdly like too much stuff to be doing and I was just like oh I couldn't start and I was spending a lot of time looking out the window and sort of dancing around it so I had to tell myself that I was really out of practice like out of training with it like the muscles Mm. were just like wasted away and so I needed to rebuild it like you would a physical injury of just like that's maybe not going to just like oh I've got the space so now I can do all the things I'm just gonna like write for 12 hours a day like maybe (laughs) I can't do that um so it was kind of then just like putting things off so it's like there's one project a month and basically just doing that and then just kind of really breaking that down to just doing the, like the absolute smallest things that's what I'm finding at the moment is I need to like I need the bar on the floor so I can overachieve okay yep yep and so that's what it was it was like I'm literally in a way a page and then I'm done and that was how it sort of started then kind of like building that back up and yeah just having having like my project plan and knowing what needed to happen when and but and also a lot of space around it so things could move because when I feel like too rigidly in this is what needs to happen on Monday because if you don't you're totally screwed by Thursday like I need to be able to move things around but yeah and that's kind of like my my morning routine is not exactly (laughs) where I would like it to be because aforementioned sleep issues yeah um sometimes the day doesn't start quite at the time where I would have hoped it would start (laughs) but I did actually find that 
five minutes before I start work, just having that as a time to not work. Because I've been so in this kind of like, just like in a massive frenzy, like get into the laptop, like, oh God, I'm so behind. And I started like, actually, no, let's not bring that energy. Even if we are behind in inverted commas, it's just like, I'm just going to put some tunes on, uh, just sort of sit in my chair for a bit. And then, and just that little sort of minute of rebelliousness <laughs> seems to really settle and ground me into it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It reminds me of something I think I heard on a podcast, but a writer said that what she does first is just writes like for five to 10 minutes, just whatever she wants and then puts that aside. Cause that's not at all what she's actually going to be working on. Mm. It's almost like journaling, but like maybe it is an attempt at actual work work, but just like write a bunch of stuff and then put it aside. And then it's like, okay, what am I actually working on today? Like, yeah, it's just, it's like whatever the tricks are to like help us get into it. Mm. Just do that. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's okay to trick yourself to get into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also know the f- like I need to get through the first 10 to 15 minutes. Like that's my time where I'm picking up the phone and I'm looking out the window and I'm just, oh, well, let me just look this up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So kind of like having that at the beginning, getting it out the way because it's going to happen. And then I've got like a sand timer now. So rather than having a phone mm. timer, I've got a, f- a visual representation of the fact that I'm supposed to be working. Oh my gosh, <laughs> and, I like and that. that just kind of has helped to kind of just create this kind of little focus bubble. I like that. I really like that. I'm, I'm sitting here being like, okay, well, I'll, I'll be looking for one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> like, yeah, it's actually a nice one. It's not like yeah. one of those little ones from like a board game or something. That's yeah. really nice. <laughs> it's a half an hour one. So that means well, like, and that's the thing is because it's just like, and it's it's all the awareness as well of when I'm in that first 10 minutes and it's like eh, written one sentence and then it's yeah. like, oh no, no, I want to stop. It's like, this is just the hard first 10 minutes. Like you just have to get through this and you on the other side of this there is flow yes like you have you know that to be a fact like don't let this hard first 10 minutes just ruin your day yeah my gosh even just you saying the word flow like that's a thing I can't wait to feel again mm. like when you're saying like you're, you're starting to like crave work that's literally like one of the cravings for me is because I haven't had that feeling since working on my second book mm. Like that feeling of just, yeah, you're so in it. And then all of a sudden you're like, what time is it? Like, yeah. like what just happened? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, I, I miss that. Like that is something I want to feel this mm. year. Yeah. Like, I wrote down the word flow in, a, in like a lot of ways last year. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like journaling type, like out like just like it was it was a very sort of like a state that I wanted to be in but just mm. could not get there I know I think it and you made me feel this way like there was definitely times last year where I thought like I don't know if I'm ever getting this back like this might be it 100% yeah mm. I have felt that and it, I mean that kind of speaks too to how how we eventually got on the topic of confidence Mm-hmm. It was like, I think, you know, we we did ultimately know, like, we do know how to do things. And, like, we we probably can work again. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, 
but yeah, like getting to that place, I think it is like when you, or for me, it's like, I felt so out of practice that it was just like, how do you ever pick it up again? I will also say, I mean, this is something that I've talked about in therapy and before it felt like a challenge. Now it feels just like really interesting and I'm super curious where it's going to go is um, like with trauma specifically, it literally shuts off like the part of your brain where you would tap in to like parts of your creativity. And so it was really interesting and then became less, less surprising that that was hard for me to get into. Um, But now I'm like, my curiosity is like, I wonder what kind of writer I am now on the other side of that. Oh, that's such a good way of, such a good question and a good way of posing and just reframing that. Yeah, because it's like, I'm still a writer. Like, I still know how to string words together, but what is that going to look like? And will it, will I do personal writing? Will I do something completely different? If it is personal, like if I do still write kind of like that, then yeah, how will it have shifted? How will I have grown in my writing? Like another thing I'm kind of curious about is like, how can I learn more about writing and kind of practice new things that maybe I've thought about? But that in the past, I didn't maybe sort of have the self-confidence to try new things or to try to grow as a writer. And yeah, and I just don't know. Like, it's all curiosities right now, but it's it feels really good to at least be in the place of, like, I'm genuinely curious and excited about it. I'm no longer in that place of just like, I can't do it. Like, I just mm-hmm, can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, oh, no, like, I know... Like the feeling's already there. I'm moving into a new place because I'm only in the city right now for a month. And then I'm moving into a place in the country, like in a little village where I will have nothing and no one (laughs) for four months. And I'm super curious what is going to happen there, like what I will do there. Mm. And there's no pressure. It's a genuine curiosity. It's not like, oh, I have to complete X in this time. It's like, I wonder what I will do when I'm there. Mm. And just, this feels like such a tangible example of that surviving versus thriving and just Mm. like a switch from, I don't think I'll ever be able to do this again. I don't know what I want to write. Why don't I know what I want to write? Like, I'm just like, I wonder who I I am as a writer now. Like, it's Mm. just like the expansiveness of that and turning to curiosity feels like such a marker of stability I want to say but Mm. um yeah I like that I'll take that word (laughs) stability (laughs) sounds great (laughs) so I want to talk a little bit more about like kind of flow and also the thriving because in my head they feel very very linked Mm, okay Okay. And um, what do you think about that? Like, do you does, has that even come into your mind? Or? No, I want to hear your thoughts, and then I'll, <laughs> I'll riff off of your thoughts. <laughs> I mean, as soon not? as you said it, there was something that did make sense to that. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to hear how you got there. Well, mm. it was just, yeah, it was like that kind of as we were talking about it. It just made sense of just like, well, yeah, obviously the two go together and is it is it that thriving causes flow or that flow causes thriving or like how they they seem to have a real kind of symbiotic relationship 
where I know if I'm not thriving, I mean, we could use a different word to thriving. No, no. Would okay. Like, <laughs> like the, the, the flow is is impossible. But if I'm in flow, does that mean I'm thriving? I don't, I don't know. Mm, oh my gosh. I mean, this just took me to a place I did not expect. <laughs> well, because something that I can say is that like when I had to finish, I don't know if I've ever really said this, but like I had to finish the first draft of Adventures, like of my second book, uh, in the first month after what happened, like after the traumatic experience. And so actually, I have a lot of memories of being in flow with the writing. Um, but it was v- very much from a place of survival. Because what mm-hmm. I remember, like the, the most clear memory I have, honestly, of that entire book of like working on it is literally when I submitted it, like I sent the email to my editor and then I cried for two hours. Mm. And I think it was from this place of like my body, like I really recognized my body had done so much to help me cross the finish line. Like I had really compartmentalized what had happened so that I could get this done. So I can say that flow can exist when you're in survival, Mm. (laughs) but like the way that you were just like describing that I'm like I I would think or like the way it relates to me or how I would relate to that is I would say that flow makes me feel like I'm thriving right I don't know like it's like there's something in it for me it's like you get to this place and like there is actually kind of a confidence piece to it like it's just working flow can feel really embodied like yeah it's just it feels like it's just part of you like it's just happening and on the, at the on, like, I'm thinking of how you feel at the end of a day where you've had flow. And like, for me, I'm on cloud nine. Like, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that was a great writing day. Like, that was excellent. And then I can carry that with me for the rest of the day. So I don't know that I have to be thriving to get there, but it certainly feels good afterwards. Do, do, do you, um, you've probably not given any thought to this nope. so you might not know <laughs> but um, does the the flow state in survival feel different to a flow state out of survival because as you were describing it mm. in my head i was imagining <clears throat> this like quite fraught flow like a fr- a flow coming from a place of like i i will just die if i don't do this whereas a thriving flow is like a kind of like oozy juicy like mm. well like gives enjoying you enjoying it yes yeah. yeah it's not just like holding you up it's like generating totally yeah i've never thought about that but i mean i feel like so that was in december of 2019 and that is a month i feel like i have almost no memory of for whatever that's worth is almost the way to answer it right mm-hmm. it's like i have almost no memory of what that month looked like other than sort of the the two places i did the most writing it's like i know i was there there was one coffee shop and there was one uh library and i know i spent a lot of time there it's like i have no memory of like if i bumped into anyone if i talked to people i don't really remember seeing any friends that month yeah it, it literally was probably like nose nose down in the work getting it done but I don't really remember anything else that happened. So it kind of, yeah, disembodied that then mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Then it's really going to be interesting to see what writing is like going forward, mm-hmm. like not being in that place, like in my nervous system. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. I love this, this disembodied versus embodied and 
like maybe that is just the difference mm, yeah I mean which makes sense like if you are in survival mode you're not well I shouldn't say you're not living in your body but it's like you're kind of not you're operating mm. just off of like these are the things you know you have to do to kind of get through the day. And so you're not really letting yourself live any of it and experience it. You're just, it's like crossing things off a list. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great <laughs> questions. Great questions. <laughs> so yeah. Then I thought, like, I have no idea what I'm going to write. I don't know exactly what's next, but. Uh, mm. Well, and all- that, I think that's the difference between you and I is that like, when I landed here I did know what I was gonna do so that was a very different kind of approach and different kind of flow because it's and sometimes this frustrates me when it's just like all I need to do is just get what's in my head out onto a piece of paper and I find that annoying because it's like I've already done it I've done it in my head and it's just not doesn't exist in physical form so why'd waste my time typing it out but that's a different kind to explorative well like, I don't even know what you, you're gonna do like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know either like I have a few different ideas but it's more like I literally don't know what I'm gonna pick first yet like a, that hasn't happened yet I would be really curious to hear a bit more about like your process like because you're working on mapping first mm-hmm. yeah. yes like I'd be curious to know if if your process is different at all than past things you've created or even yeah like I don't know just like how does it feel to be piecing this together in comparison to other big things that you've done Mm. like has anything shifted I think in quite in recent times a lot of what I've done has been quite reactive so I've kind of done programs which are like people are in and we're working together and it's like when I set out I don't really know what it's going to be because it's going to like depend on the people who are in the group and so this was a sort of return to like I'm just making it (laughs) and then you can have it and so yeah it's a little bit out of practice of having such a project and also the kind of pressure that comes with that of like having to think of everything first Mm -hmm. and you're just and you kind of get pushed and pulled in different directions I think that um that what I have to do first, and I know not everybody does do this, but I need like a list <laughs> in terms yeah. of like, I need a really strong uh, like spine through something and the structure it's gonna take. And that like some people can do like spine, like I cannot with a spine diagram. Like I just like that, my mind cannot get my head around it. It needs to be like, linear. Con- <laughs> Yeah, chronological. This is what yeah. happens in order of events. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the thing with mapping as well is that it's it's so personal because it's it's basically the sort of story of everything that's happened, mm. and that but applied to and it's it's been me going back and been like, what were the turning points? What was really useful? What what have I actually done in my mind and in my life that's made the biggest difference? And mapping, no pun intended, those out and kind of what the kind of key stories are and that sort of so it builds itself in that way. And then it's just going, well, which bits am I gonna write when? And it was interesting because recently I've been going back through like all the first drafts. <laughs> the first ones I did, I was, cause I was so struggling to get into it. There's like things that 
finish mid-sentence and like I'd written in capitals had another example here (laughs) (laughs) because it was like I cannot stop to think I just have to like get as much out as I can and then as you move through like it gets good (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what happens with most big projects And speaks to flow a little bit. Yeah, like. yeah, definitely. And there's definitely been like days that you described where I just like, and I don't, I don't overshoot. So if I've gone, I'm going to write section 2.1 and I've got into that and got really, I'm not then going to go into 2.2 because it's kind of like, I don't want to like, not burn out. That's not the right word because I'm not going to burn out writing two sections, but it's, it's just like, let me, just enjoy the fact that I've had a really good day and really just isolate my energy on those thousand words Yep. rather than because then when I start the next section and I kind of run out of steam halfway through and it's just then I'm not leaving with that same energy so it's just like this is the day it's happening on and nothing else is gonna happen yeah yeah you're it's funny we are in in like very similar places but at like yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I had um I had a call with a friend in early January and I basically dumped all these like business thoughts, book thoughts, all these different things at her and just said like I just need help kind of sifting through some of this. And one of the things that I named was about my creative process and 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 the difference between like kind of if I've ever worked on we'll call it like business things whether it's workshops et cetera et cetera like stuff like that compared to working on books and what like speaking to what you just said about how you've often done things in a more reactive way I named the exact same thing and said I feel done with that mm. like I feel done with being reactive something that I want to like build in or change about my practice on on things like workshops workshops are the ones where I've been more reactive basically prepping like in the days or hours like before for some of it even just imagining that I'm like oh god no (laughs) like it makes me (laughs) totally but like yeah I've I've done it so much Mm. and it's like always worked quote-unquote like it's always been okay but I'm like I actually just feel done with that and Mm. and what like we we kind of like outlined what the process would be like and then I was like oh so it's basically like writing a book where you (laughs) you work like it's like you work on a proposal and then you kind of sit on that for a while and like let that sink in (laughs) and then you write a first draft and then you sit on that while an editor looks at it and then you do a second draft like etc except so there's all Mm -hmm. this like space that's built in for you to to think what needs to be added what would I change and so I was like I want that like with everything and the sentence Mm -hmm. that I ended up just saying was like I want to spend more time editing than writing and the editing being even just like the space like where you're just thinking about it letting it all integrate and be like yeah what what's missing here like I've read this a few times something's missing what else needs to get put into this like in my work in general I want more of that Mm. yeah and to me, that sounds like things that are concept driven rather than things that are like result or practical driven. Yeah, again, um, could be. Yeah, but could that because and and maybe I'm also saying that because that was kind of where I'd landed, sort of around around November when I moved. Is that I just got to the point where I was like, I don't want to help 
anymore. <laughs> and which, like, I don't know, in my mind sounds like really awful. And just like, I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to have to be like helping and like worrying about what result there's going to be. Like, I just want concepts and ideas and experiences because actually they are enough. Mm. They are the things that create change. And because I think it's either has to be, it all has to happen at an individual level. There isn't like a sweeping, this is how you do it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the, the, what the concepts can do is that everybody can take what they want out of it. Yeah. No, we're, we are speaking the same language. Like, <laughs> and just because I've, I've pretty much always operated from that place of like, I don't want to write a how-to. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell someone how to do anything because mm-hmm. the steps are going to look different for everybody. Like they just are like, I can't give you 10 steps to do anything, even like decluttering or something like way back in the day. I'm like, I can't tell you how to do that. Like literally that's so personal and what everyone does is going to be so different and and how it works for them and why. And, um, but you're right. Like, and I, cause I say this often too, it's like, I'm, I'm always more interested even just personally in the experience rather than the outcome. Like I am here for experiences. I am not here because I need things to happen a certain way or I need to like tick certain things off and say it happened or happened this way or that way or the other. Like I'm just here for the experience. That is what I learned from. Like following steps is not what teaches me things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. We're the same kind of creator. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that I, for me, it's been, that's been the biggest challenge is dissociating value from help Mm, like feeling like you need to help in order for it to be a value yeah Mm, which is just some bs that we have been sold (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. Mm. how do you feel you've worked through that then kate (laughs) (laughs) well the five steps uh... (laughs) i think it's bit like well what it has been is just partly sort of brute force of just like no when this isn't this isn't what this is about but having and having a very clear idea of what it is about and like literally imagining people like because it's like taking this bundle of papers and maps and worksheets and and all the things and like taking it to a cafe or taking it back to bed with them and spending Mm -hmm. 12 months or 12 days like and just keeping really connected to that because, and there and there, there are times where you think, well, this needs to actually be a bit more practical because I'm just like talking, <laughs> talking at a very sort of whimsical level and it needs to be grounded a bit. But going back through the library, mental library of, these are all the times when I've not helped, but it's helped. Mm. Yeah, I also do that, and then the and then I look also to examples that have helped me. Mm-hmm. Like not that not that it's like you need uh, like the validation of like oh this worked for someone else, not that, but like truly the like yeah, what was like one sentence that really changed my life? Like what is one one article I read or something where like something resonated so deeply, and that is what created a massive mindset shift for me or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the three steps to follow, right? I, like I was just going to say instantaneously, <clears throat> I know that nothing that anybody has ever told me to do <laughs> has had that effect. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I don't remember any like list I've ever read, like any listicle article or anything. I don't remember <laughs> any of them. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited for you and mapping. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does. It feels like a really like good sturdy piece. And you know, you have the same sort of like, especially at certain times of my cycle, it's like, oh, is this, is this all shit? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. there's a possibility but um... I've, had, I've had that with <laughs> submitting first drafts of both my books like you don't even question it you're like this is absolute garbage <laughs> but I'm passing it off <laughs> enjoy <laughs> your job is to help me make it better so let's go to that stage oh <laughs> <laughs> mm. <sighs> So, where does that leave us? Um, you're going into flow. In two weeks, I am. Yeah, In two weeks going into flow. Well, I'll have no some- pressure. I'll have something to report back <laughs> next time we talk. I'll have something. Yeah, whether it's like an actual thing or just yeah, like have I created routine? Have I created some structure mm-hmm. for myself? What does it look like? How does that feel? Because I think what's interesting for you is that you've got that boundary now where you've said, while I'm in Edinburgh, I'm not working. And then when Mm -hmm. I get to this other house, I am. And Mm -hmm. it's for me, that was a distinction that really worked that I landed in the house and I was like, like my parents were here. I was like, can you leave? Because I want to work. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good now. (laughs) um, or, Or it'd be interesting to see whether that becomes like a pressure. Hmm. the closer it gets of just like oh god I'm supposed to be this is supposed to be the little hive where I'm working and I'm not but I I mean it'd just be interesting to see how that happens yeah yeah because it it totally it could go both ways I do like my sense is that even if it takes me a couple weeks to kind of get into it like my sense because I already feel it like I already Mm -hmm. feel it being Mm -hmm. in the city where I'm like, again, it's like, I don't know exactly what I want to do, but I've noticed myself doing things like like organizing certain things or putting things away so that they're no longer a distraction. Like I can see that I'm almost yeah. clear, clearing the decks. Yeah. Right? Like, like I'm kind get, of nesting. I'm, yes. Like I am getting ready <laughs> to write by like putting all the other shit aside. Like mm-hmm. everything just needs to go because like it's coming. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting when you can like physically see yeah. yourself preparing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. And, and, and yeah, like that feeling inside you of just like, it's, it's gonna, I have to get sorted because this is gonna yeah. overcome me. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. And it's actually even just going back to where we started. Like, I also think that this, like all of these feelings I'm having about wanting to write and wanting to work again are coming because I'm on my own and have space again. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely believe that. And it's, it's not that, you know, like being at home was holding me back or like anything quite like that, but it's just, there was constant distraction. There was, and also like I was in a, I was in kind of a role in that house mm-hmm. that here is like, I'm, I'm just on my own. I get to make all the decisions right now. And 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 enjoying the silence and like all of that it's like there's space that's been created and it makes sense to me that stuff is coming in now yeah 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 yeah. and something that's in mapping is there's a line which is we think we need time when what we really need is space 
Mm. And I think we say like, oh, I don't have time for this or like, this isn't the right time. Like what you need is space. And that's when just things are able to kind of simmer and come in and, and other things leave. And just when you're so backed up with time, like, yeah, you can find an hour at 5am, but actually that's probably not going to help as much as just like clearing some stuff out. Yes. Yeah. Like you need fewer things to be focusing on, fewer tasks off the list or on the list. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's so true. It's so true. So I'm, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I feel like it, I feel like there will be something to report. I don't know what it is, but I feel like there will be something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, wait with bated breath. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your little holiday and then moving again and then yeah excited to see what happens thank you you can find the show notes on my website which is simpleunseason.com forward slash podcast and you can find me and kate on instagram i'm at simple and season and she's at kate flanders if you have a friend who you think would really enjoy this conversation then please do send them the link and share your favourite bits online too. And until next time, I hope you grow a song.